0: we've all had that point in time that we've made not so great decisions or or choices and we spend too much time, you know, beating ourselves up over them. Instead of wallowing, I just started to dust myself off and take take it as a lesson learned and keep going. You're listening to selfish This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Ally Hembree-Martin.
1: The VIP Effect is a virtual conference getting female entrepreneurs the visibility they want, need, and deserve. You can join us from January 4th through the 6th for just $17. Go to thevipeffect.com to buy your ticket today. Tanya Phillips is a former student of mine who took what I taught her about podcasts and has exploded her business. Well, it really, it even created it. I'm so proud of her story because she has remained authentic to herself while also creating a brand that has healed herself and is healing others. She is serving as a panelist for the VIP Effect, but here is a quick preview of her story. Tanya, I am so excited to finally have you on the Selfish Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me.
0: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a true pleasure. I
1: feel like it's a long time coming. I was on your podcast very early on and we've known each other for years. And so this is just, it feels very good that we're finally getting the chance to sit down and talk.
0: Yes, I was anxiously awaiting, uh, you asking me to come on. So,
1: <laughs> all right, well, so before we jump into our conversation, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners?
0: Okay. Well, I'm Tanya Phillips, um, from not so darling, Tanya, um, I am a podcast creator and host, um, also a connector and model. First off, I want to say too, I I just kind of skipped over that I am a mom to one amazing child. His name is Braxton, uh, and I'm a wife. Uh, and yeah, I mean, those are the things, uh, that I've, that I've got highlights. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: and so really the, the reason why we finally went sat down to to connect on this podcast was you're going to serve as a podcast panelist for the VIP Effect. And that's um, the event happening January 4th through the 6th. And you are really going to be, you along with the other panelists are going to be diving into what it means to create a podcast. And for you specifically, how it's changed your business and really allowed you to create a business and a brand, and that has just taken off. And I'm so proud. It's like a a proud mama who teaches uh, her baby birds to fly, and then they finally fly. That's how I feel whenever I see successful podcasts taking off after taking my class. And so just start us from square one. Tell tell us about your podcasting journey um, from really when we met.
0: Okay. So, well, when Ali and I met, I knew absolutely nothing about podcasting. I listened to podcasts and I knew that I wanted to share uh, my story. Um, and so I basically just found a her class, I signed up and took your podcast class uh, to learn everything I needed to get the ball rolling. And uh, Allie has taught me so much um, uh, from figuring out what my audience looked like, uh, what uh, to what you know kind of equipment I needed um, or options, uh, and then finding the right platform to launch the podcast from. Um, I was able to then share my brand, not so darling to my audience through my own personal stories uh, and, and then, you know, uh, find guests. So you, you helped me with that too. You know, like you said, you were uh, one of the first guests that I had on. I, when I asked, when I first started, I asked people that I knew that I found interesting. Uh, So yeah, that's kind of how it all started.
1: Hey, it was so cool to work with you because a lot of people will take my class and, you know, they'll kind of come in just like you and say, like, I love podcasts. I don't really know what I want to say, but I know I want one, but I really can determine the differentiator between people that are just going to take the class and just say like, yeah, I took the class. And then there's the people that I know are going to be successful. And I knew Tanya was going to be successful from early on because she was serious about it. She she said, I don't know, and I'm willing to admit that I don't know, but I want to learn and I want to create this. And then she saw it through. And to me, that is the true success rate is attributed to people that are willing to see it through. They're willing to actually create it, actually trust the process, trust the system and get it out there. And then as soon as you get it out there, you start, it's like a a ripple effect. Like you start to get people interested in it. Then you have start people reaching out to you saying like, hey, can I be a guest on your show? And then it just grows and grows and grows. And here we are with Tanya because Mm -hmm. her, you started with zero Instagram followers because you started a new account based Mm -hmm. off of the not so darling brand and you're over 10,000 followers. Last time I saw you probably are well over that now at this point, but, um, you have grown a brand of women and specifically moms Mm -hmm. who connect with you and who feel that you are shedding light to some topics that they feel like aren't talked about a lot. And so I just, I want to praise you for, Mm -hmm taking an idea and running with it and seeing it through to
0: completion and success. Well thank you cuz um I I couldn't have done it honestly without your help. Um I remember I'll share a little story uh when I first, you know, had, you know, came to the first class that you had cuz I think it was a series of like 3, wasn't yeah, it? it or, was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the first class I came in and talked. And I remember like waiting around and uh, stayed after, uh, just to like talk to you one on one. And I'm yeah. like, she's going to, she's going to be like, what is this lady doing? So I said, uh, you know, I, I really don't know. I think I, I can't remember exactly what I said, but then I really opened up to you and shared a, a really a secret that I hadn't mm. shared with anyone. Mm-hmm. I said, look, you know, I, I want to start this podcast because I want to share my personal story of, uh, of an eating disorder. And it was, it was so difficult for me to say uh, because I had never really said it out loud to anybody other than like a few close friends and family members. I mean, I hadn't even told really close, close friends. Uh, mm. and, and so when I told you, I said, you know, I want to share this story. So in the beginning, when I had guests on, I I was kind of hiding behind my own story because I wanted to kind of build and, and get other people's stories and, and, and see their courage of sharing. Uh, And then once I got to a a level of comfort, then I said, okay, this is it. You know, this is the, the, this is why I wanted to do this. So, you know, you were able to help me gain that confidence within myself to know, like, okay, you can, you can share your story. So thank you for helping me do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are welcome. It is my pleasure. And, uh, I think the, the best part about your journey is that it did really accelerate your personal growth within yourself, just as you mentioned, being able to talk about that story openly with more people and being able to to help others by telling your story. But also professionally, like you said, I want to be a model. I want to have more modeling gigs. And you were able to create a brand that had people coming to you. So Mm -hmm. tell us more about how this podcast has created growth in your personal and professional world.
0: Mm. Well, one, the podcast means uh, so much to me because it's like the first job that I've that I really do love, and I didn't quit. Because mm. you know, I I was a a serial quitter when it comes to anything in my life uh, except being a mom and and a wife. I, uh, I mean, I've had so many different jobs, I'll be honest with you. And I, and I just always felt trapped. I just, I would go to these jobs and I just didn't like it. Or, you know, I would start a job and quit after a couple of days. I mean, a bad, a a bad, a bad employee, I should say. But, um, (laughs) I I mean, I just did. I, I, it just was some, there was just something that did not, uh, I don't know. Click there. <laughs> so this was yeah. one thing that I honestly can say that I, I I truly love and didn't quit, and and it was a way for me to find purpose outside of being a mom and a wife, uh, and then, then I was able to help heal from my own personal eating disorder, and mm-hmm. through through my through sharing my story, and so I guess you know for me the the not so darling part is like a, is, is the brand it's, it's the mantra. It stems from my not so perfect moments in life, which ended up being the catalyst for growth and inspiring mm-hmm. others. We've all had that point in time that we've made uh not so great decisions or, or choices and we spend too much time, you know, beating ourselves up over them. Uh, and instead of wallowing, I just started to dust myself off and take take it as a lesson learned and keep going and, and build on the not so darling platform, uh, after facing, you know, all this, all these hardships in my life. And, and so here I am, you know, I, I think the growth for me, it's been really honestly, personally, so rewarding. Um, because I've been able to share my story and listen to others and, and get so inspired. And uh, I want, I really want to tr- truly stay just so authentic to who I am. Um, and the good, the bad and the ugly, you know, it's like, yeah. I'm going to share, you know, uh, those not so darling moments. and And that's how that's kind of how I've gotten to where I am. I mean, I wish I could say like there's a special ingredient or there's special thing that I did. I I just really just can say that authentically just being who I am and, and, you know, and putting things out there that just may when someone else reads it, say this is so random or this is so weird. I I felt connection, you know, connection, um, Mm -hmm you know from other people cuz they're like oh i like that that's cool you know or um and I, I also too selfishly having people on my podcast that personally can help me mm-hmm. so when i when i seek out guests it's it's sometimes really for my own benefit you know i had someone on uh who taught uh how to write a heartfelt letter um and i you know and and that isn't kind of in the brand of who I, you know, you know what I mean? Like the mm-hmm. platform of, I share of like styling and, and, and all that stuff and mom stuff. But this was something that really meant something to me because my son was turning 13 at the time and I had all our family and friends like write heartfelt letters to him so I could give them to him when he turns 18 and I am not like a great writer, so I needed help help with that mm. excuse me and so that was one of the things that you know selfishly i had her on and it was a great episode i had so many people reach out to me saying thank you so much for having her on this was amazing uh mm. it really helped me you know uh find a way to write to my husband or my spouse or my child or my mom who's you know ill and and dying right now um
1: i love those things like Yes. It was just like an instinct you had. And I think that's kind of the true, the true not so darling brand is of you being authentic, but you really are just kind of going with these gut instincts and saying, this feels right. I don't really care if it's how other people are doing it, but this is what I'm going to do.
0: Yes. Because let me say this too, like, don't get me wrong. I love style and fashion and beauty and all those things. And I also love like all the gossip and, you know, all the things when it comes to like celebrities and what's new and hot topics. And I don't know if you remember, but I think I, I talked to you and remember, I would always say like, there's just so much, I like Mm -hmm. all these things, (laughs) you know, I want to share it all. And so, you know, I just found like, you know, there's so many of those platforms out there and it's, and don't get me wrong. I love all that stuff, but I'm going to share it in spurts of like you know, one episode, I may have someone that comes on that talks about styling. The next episode may be about menopause. The next episode may be about uh parenting a teen, you know, mm-hmm. and uh I had a dad on who talks about divorce and I've had so, I mean, just so many great, great guests.
1: And they just feel authentic. And I, that's what I think is just so beautiful about kind of you taking advice from teachers like me and saying, okay, I'm going to follow this process, but then you've made it your own and you've said, yeah, this is kind of how things are typically done, but this is what I want to do. And so I I just am really proud of you. And uh, I think it's a great testament to, like you said, there's no magic secret, but uh, being authentic is probably the closest thing to that magic. So um, tell tell us more about this journey of having a podcast and what the like what are the peaks that stand out you know what are the highlights your the most enjoyable moments when you look back on having your podcast what cuz what it's been 2 years over 2 years um,
0: i started i believe it was oh gosh uh 2020. It was during the pandemic. It was right in the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So we're coming
1: up on your two year anniversary. So what, when you look back on that time, what stands out as the, as the highlights?
0: The highlights for me is really honestly meeting such amazing people. I mean, the community, uh, the connection, um, I get so inspired hearing uh, you know, my guests stories. I mean, truly each and every single guest that I've had on. And I mean, every single one I have learned something from mm. something. And to me, that means the world. It it really, truly does outside. You know, the thing is, is like I said, it's more per- personally, you know, because I truly have these guests on not because they had 20,000 followers or not because they had 10. It was because of their story and it meant something to me. And, uh, I, I just, you know, that's how I felt like I've really truly grown authentically. It's just, you know, not falling into a certain way that people think they have to be you know to be successful i just wanted just to be like like the the highlights to me are are meeting these people and connecting and i've connected with so many and i'm i'm still like friends with these people like after i've reached out to them you know or and mm-hmm. and i guess the last you know 6 months or so now i have people reaching out to me but you know i had to always go out and ask you know for people to come on and so and I didn't, there was no shame in that, but I was always so like overly thrilled when, when someone would say yes, you know, because who am I? Like, I would say like, who am I? they don't know me. My podcast isn't, you know, on the top 10 or whatever. It was just something that I loved about them. And like I said, the connection has been the highlight, uh, because it's truly helped me grow. So,
1: Yeah. I do. I agree with that. And I, I find the same thing that comes uh, from doing my podcast. And it's one of those things. It's hard to explain to somebody when they're wanting to start a podcast, all the goodness that can come out of it. But I think when you are able to really be authentic and make it your own, um, like the sky's the limits. And so Mm -hmm. when you look back on that, why do you think your podcast and as a result, your social media has exploded and grown so quickly that it, you know, that it's done in the last two years?
0: I think honestly, it's just because I've been so authentic and and true to myself and, mm-hmm. and sharing my love for style and, uh, with little stories about them. And, um, uh, I inquire guests, like I said, selfishly that are, uh, beneficial, not only to my listeners, but to me and my life. And, um, I've built a community, honestly, around perfect is lame and talking about those not so darling moments.
1: Mm. And if somebody reaches out to you and wants to be on your podcast, what is the most important thing that you look for in a potential guest?
0: Authenticity, um, just being authentic and, um, someone who isn't trying to be perfect in life and is willing to share their stories that aren't so darling, who, who can say like, Hey, you know, I have this, you know, fantastic business, or I wrote this book, but it wasn't like all, um, butterflies and daisies throughout this Mm -hmm. process. It was, there was some hard times. There was some, you know, uh, depression there was, you know, they share these, these stories that are so relatable because let's face it, like all of us, need someone to relate to, you know, and that's what helps. I mean, you know, this yourself, this is really what helps you grow is just being uh, who you are and then relatable. So I think, I think for me, guests who have really uh, inspiring stories and and are willing to share those not so darling moments.
1: Yeah, I think I agree. (laughs) Now, we're going to switch to the Classic question that gets asked on this podcast, and that is, "What are your favorite ways to be selfish?"
0: Ooh, selfish. Well, I selfishly love therapy. Therapy mm-hmm. is a good thing. People look at it honestly in a, a negative way. It's like, "Oh, there's something wrong with me." No, really, it's just helping you, um, you know, navigate through your life. So, therapy. Uh, and I have to say, bar three. I cannot get yes. enough of it.
1: I <laughs> cannot good, get enough. You are a bar fly, right? Is that what they yes. call them? <laughs> Well,
0: I don't know in bar three world, but I, I can just tell you bar three is amazing. I mean, amazing. Uh, I, I like to meditate and I love my essential oils. Uh, and I also like uh, alone time. Um, so if that means, you know, for me hopping in my car and blasting my favorite songs and dancing along or singing in the shower. I'm going to do that. Yeah, uh, And, uh, but I'm kind of selfish when it comes to food. I, I don't like sharing food. So that's, that's kind of selfish. <laughs> that's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't like sharing food. I'm like, no, this is my food. No, <laughs> don't touch <you> it. I <laughs> don't have a bite. <laughs> what's next for Tanya. Oh gosh. What's next honestly, I hope to keep connecting and building my community through style, grace, and not so darling. Um, perfect is lame ways. (laughs) So strengthening the 35 and over women who struggle with eating disorders. So, and, and I want to, uh, let women over 40 know that their life is not over. It's just beginning. And so, um, if I can help, in any of those ways or build a community around that or keep inspiring and growing, uh, my platform. I hope the sky's the limit or, or above.
1: Yeah. Well, if anybody can do it, I know it's you and, For anyone that is wondering if they should attend the VIP Effect, you will hear from Tanya and other podcast hosts more in detail on what it's like to create a podcast and really how to grow, use it to grow your business. but I want you to share with us, Tanya, about why you find visibility a valuable tool. You're using a podcast um, in this particular example, but um, you know there's lots of other visibility tools out there. But just in general, using a podcast, how has that uh, been a valuable resource for your business?
0: Well, I think we all need continuing education uh, and getting that through extra help from someone who's already mm-hmm. been through it you know and yeah. who is willing to give uh you the behind the scenes footage so you don't have to learn the hard way um i'm a giver so i don't mind spilling the tea to someone <laughs> uh you know this is not a competition it's really truly uh, you know for me i want to see everyone win i mean and when i say that i know it sounds real cliche but it truly is coming from my heart like i literally could get like emotional right now but it makes me feel good to know that i help somebody so that <laughs>
1: yeah i agree and you you definitely do um help in by sharing your authenticity and being vulnerable with your listeners um and i think that goes above and beyond uh, what anybody would expect from you and before we go um it, what I want you to share in case anybody is really kind of just on the fence, what has your experience been like with working with me to create this podcast and gain these visibility opportunities, um, so that you can hopefully encourage somebody else, uh, to do the same.
0: First of all, you are truly amazing. Uh, you're a great teacher. I mean, great, great Thank teacher. You. Uh, you really taught me, uh, so, so much and I, you're so prepared and very knowledgeable and like i said you actually introduced me to a few of my first ever guests so <laughs> like i said I, ca- I can't say enough good things about working with you so yeah i think i, I don't think that anyone re- would regret regret doing it so yeah
1: yeah i think you're right it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things if you've got a topic on your heart it is there for a reason and you definitely need to see it through and, uh, go follow through all the way to the end and, uh, and try it because you never know. You could be in Tanya's shoes where, um, it completely explodes and creates the brand and business that you can then use, um, to, to really just go beyond anything you had ever dreamed. So. Yeah. Tanya, thank you for sharing your story with us today to hopefully inspire others that are listening, um, to follow their dreams and create the podcast that has been on their heart and mind. So thank you for your time.
0: Thank you so much.
1: Okay. Now that you've heard that interview, don't you want to attend the VIP effect as well? It's three days filled with marketing and visibility tactics from experts in the industry. And You are invited to come for just $17. Grab your ticket at thevipeffect.com today.